Uh, today's daf is Samach Gimel 63, and um, we pick up at the very bottom of Samach Bet Amit Bet, and um, we pick up from Tanu Rabbanan about five lines down. Um, so we've been dealing with um, the two goats and the drawing of the lots. We're sort of doubling back to that, this time emphasizing, you know, that their two goats look the same. We ended with the point that um, that uh, that the requirement of looking the same also applies not just here; it applies by um, by the uh, two by the two two lambs on Shabbat. It applies by the mitzvah um, in a few places. But nevertheless, here it is particularly uh, underscored, um, but in the sense. So it's not just a general appearance of the same, but same height, same cost, purchased at the same time. So even though we have parallels elsewhere, it really is a very heightened concern here. And now we go on um, talking about uh, really moving to a different topic, um, and of which this is an interesting application, which is the question of shchute chutz, the prohibition of shechting a korban outside of the Beit Hamikdash. So uh, let's take a look. Um, Hold on one second. This computer is acting a little funky on me. Um, okay. Yes. Yep. Okay. So. Yeah. Yes. Tanur Rabbanan. Right. Fifth line. Shnei Sirei Yom Kippurim Shishachtan Bachot. So the two Sirim of Yom Kippur that were shechted outside of the um, Beit HaMikdash. Um, so what's the halacha? Ad gril alehen. If it is before they have done the um, Hagwala, before they have done the drawing of the lot, so either one in theory can, can be used for something at least. Hold on one second. So that either one can be used um, well, we'll see what they can be used for, but at least their identity is not fully designated yet. So, then if you shecht either, you're chayev. Because the, one of the halachas is that you are only chayev for shechting something that um, can be shechted, um, that can be brought in the Beit HaMikdash. Um, once the lottery has taken place, you're chayev for the one to God, but you're exempt for the one for Azazel, because one for Azazel is no longer what the phrase is is royal petach oed. It's no longer fit to be brought to the Beit Hamikdash because it's going to go off Azazel. I mean, it's sort of physically in the Beit Hamikdash. That's true, but it's not going to be shechted in the Beit Hamikdash. It's not going to be brought as a korban in the Beit Hamikdash. So you're not high for shechting it outside of the Beit Hamikdash. Are you just the possibility that the shechita could have been done before the agrala? No, means you, no, you, no. You took you 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 had the two goats that were purchased. You haven't done the Hagwala. Somebody who grabbed one of the goats, ran outside the base and makes and shechted it. So if you uh, shech one of the goats before the lots has been drawn, it's not, you're not high for shkute chutz. If the lots have been drawn and then you grab a goat and hijack a goat and take it out of the base and mikdash and shecht it, you're only high for shechting the one that's, shel, that's going right. to, that's shel shame, not the one that's la azazel. Uh, um, okay. Um, okay. Uh, now, let's take a look. Um, right, that's a real kidnapping. So the says, okay, uh, so, alright. So now the Gemara is going to look at it. Until you've turned the lot, you're chayv on either of them if you shecht it outside. What's it fit for? Meaning, what type of korban can you bring this for? Before the lots have been drawn, it's not fit for being brought for the Seir Lashem. 
that's only you're only able to bring it for the seal Hashem after the lots have been drawn and you're not going to be high for shechting it outside the base of Mikdash until it is in a state where right now it's ready to be brought so right now before the lots what can you use it for? She says, oh no, you can use it for something. Because later on Yom Kippur, we're going to need another goat. We're going to need a goat that's going to be brought on the outside, not outside the Beit HaMikdash, but outside the Heichal, in the Azara, right? And, what, and that is going to be the goat for the Musaf. There's a Korban Musaf that's going to be brought today. So even though the lots haven't been drawn and it's not yet ready for the Korban that we've been talking about, the blood inside the Kodesh Kedashim, at this state, it still is fit to be used for the Korban Musaf. Okay, Umashna, the Gemara says, with Yonase Bifnim. One minute, the Gemara says, what do you mean it's fit for that? When we talk about using this for the goat, for the, in, for the inside, for like the Kodesh Kadashim, we say it's not yet fit for that. Why is it not yet fit for that? The low, that you can't, that it's not fit for. It's lacking the drawing of lots. But so, then it's, you should by the same point say it's not fit for being brought yet for the Musaf. Why not? You haven't yet done all the Avodah of Yom Kippur until you do the Ketores and the, and the ox blood and the goat blood and the whole process. That's only then you do the Musaf. So it's not yet fit for being brought as a Musaf either because it's lacking a whole thing that has to come before it. One minute. So Kasar Rav Chizdas, or Rav Chizdas of the opinion, No. Something that's going to happen later today, it's considered to be fit for that. Since later today it could be used for a Musaf, even though right now it can't because it's too early, you haven't done all the other stuff. Since later in the day it could be used for Musaf, it's considered fit for, for Musaf, fit to be brought in the Beit HaMikdash, and if you check it outside your hive. Now, of course, the question is, so say that about being brought for the goat on the inside. It's going to be fit for being brought, the blood being brought on the inside for the Kodesh Kedashim later today. Later today it will be fit for that Korban. Why do you have to go to the Musaf? So the answer is, is that there's a difference. The Musaf is basically just waiting. If you wait around, then they'll get to the point where it's time to bring the Musaf. Whereas the being fit for being brought inside the Kodesh Kodashim, you need to do something. You need to draw the lot. Okay? And that's called Mechusar Ma'aseh. It's lacking an action. It's not just waiting. It actually needs something to happen to be done in order to make it fit. Now, you'll come back and say to me, but also bringing it for Musaf is not just waiting. You need something to be done. You need all the other avodot to be done. The difference is, is that that's not done to it. That's done external to it. Like other events will take place and then this will be fit. It'll be fit later today. And those other events are like, you know, somewhere else. You know, the bringing of the chorus and of the goat and of the, and of the ox. Fine. When those other events are done, this will be fit. It'll be fit later today. It's considered ra'oi. Okay, whereas by using it for the blood on the inside, that's not other events. You've got to do something to this to make it fit. You've got to draw the lots on this to make it fit. And therefore, from the, for, from the perspective of that, Korban, it is considered unfit. Yes, Charlie. Um, we haven't really talked about the Mustafa Correct. when it can be brought. We are not, we, yes, we're not up to that yet. Okay. But for now, we are just working with the assumption that you have to wait because of the whole idea of order. You're right, you can't intervene in the order and that you have to do. So, so what we didn't sort of discuss is let you intervene with the order from something that's way out of left field. What would be the implications, which is the issue of the Musaf. For now, let's just take for granted that the Musaf does have to come after all of the other I would have thought yeah. otherwise because you give Musaf offerings all the time. <laughs> That's right. So we'll talk about that. Okay. But that's correct. We're just going to take that for granted. Okay, so that's the answer. Yes, these goats are not fit for the korban of the normal Yom Kippur korban on the blood on the inside. That's because something needs to be done. The lots need to be drawn, need to be done to it. 
but they are considered fit for being brought as a musaf because later in the day, after other external events take place, it will be fit, and something that will be fit later in the day, that's considered fit right now, and therefore you're chayev for that. Okay. So the Gemara says like this, Amar Avina, so Ravina says, Hashad Amar Avchizda, now that Avchizda says, Muchusar Hagrala to Muchusar Masadam, he's like, this is the other side of the equation. From the Musaf perspective, it's fit, because that's just waiting and that's just external events. From the Korban brought on the, in the Kodesh Kadashim, it's not fit because it's lacking the drawing of lots. So, so what, what's implied is that that's a different type of a problem. That's not just waiting, that's Muchusar Maaseh. It's lacking an action done to it. Okay, and therefore that's considered that's considered to be la- not drawing the lots. It's considered lacking a maaseh, and therefore it's not fit for that. So the Amar so 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 that's what he says. If you shecht a shlomim in the morning, um, any morning, right, early in the morning before they've opened up the doors of the heichal, it's invalid. It says by the shlamim, you shall shecht it by the opening of the OMOA. So the doors of the Heichal, not just of the Yazara, you could be in the Yazara, but the doors of the Heichal, if they're not yet open, that's the opening of the OMOA, the shlamim is no good. There's actually an interesting debate in the Rishonim whether it applies to other Korbanot as well. But we're just now going to focus on the shlamim. So if that's true, you can only shecht the shlamim when the doors of the OMOA, of the Heichal, are open, not when they're sealed. So top of Samach Gimel Amr Aleph. If that's true, shachtan bechutz kodim shenifdechut latot heichal. If you shechted the shlam, the shlamim outside the base of Mikdash before the doors of the heichal were opened, patur, you'd also be exempt. My timer, why? The lack of opening the doors is like the lack of an action. Meaning, if you say that they are not yet fit, but by our case, by the goats, for the, for the a vote of the Kodesh Kodesh, because you haven't drawn the lots, even though drawing the lots is not something that you do, like, you don't physically touch it, you don't physically change it, but it's considered, it's a lacking an action, so it's not in the state of being fit, yet because something is, has not yet been done to it that makes it fit. So he says, then that would be, and therefore you're not chayv if you shecht it outside. That's true also by the shlomin. They're not yet fit because some action hasn't been done, the doors haven't been opened. Now, of course, you, there's a big difference. Correct. You don't open the doors to define the shlomin. You open the doors because you need to open the doors. Open the doors Exactly. Right, it sounds right. more like it sounds more like the Musaf idea. Right. You have to wait for some external events exactly. and then it'll be fit. So this the opening the door is an external event. It's, that doesn't define the nature and change the status of the thing the same way the drawing of lots changes the nature and the status of the animals. Rashi says, tries to make it work by saying, since the Pasuk says specifically by the Shlamim, Ushchato Petachomoed identifies the Shlamim with Petachomoed, that having the, pet, the reality of Petachomoed is something that's definitional about the Shlamim, is considered to be something that directly relates to the Shlamim, as opposed to our issue by the Musaf, where whatever's happening does not relate to it at all, it's just something external. Okay, but it does seem like a stretch. My get, gut would have been to say that this is more like the Musaf waiting and less like the drawing of the loss. Okay, so now the Gemara says, like, goes on. 
Does Rav Chizda really hold Hoel of this idea of Hoel since you could uh, you know that since it fits in a different co- for, for some other context it's considered fit even though this thing is supposed to be this year that's shafted outside um, this year that's, bro- that's blood is brought on the inside since in theory it could be used for the Korban Musaf therefore that's considered fit and therefore you're chayev for shafting it outside so that's the idea of Hoel that you don't go by the uh, uh, by the this defined identity of the thing alone you also consider what it could be used for in theory and that's relevant so that's Rav Chizah's position so let me ask you this that, that I'll show you that it doesn't seem like he could say that I'm a Rav Chizah because Rav Chizah himself says um, you have a Korban Pesach again this is all about Shkutei Chutz today you have a Korban Pesach that you slaughtered outside of the Beit HaMikdash but it was the rest of the year now as you'll know if you take the Pesach the rest of the year and you bring it as a Korban if you bring it as a Pesach it's, it's invalid if you bring it for anything else that redefines its status and it becomes a Shlomin and it's valid so you have to do the opposite in order to make it valid so you took this Pesach and you brought it outside the base of Mikdash okay um, if you shechted it for the sake of a Korban Pesach you're exempt why? Because that, had you done that on the inside, it would have been invalid. So the way you brought this korban was not something that, it, with this identity of a Pesach, could be brought in the Beit HaMikdash, so you're exempt. Shalolishmo, however, if you shecht it for a shlamim, then chayav, you're chayav if you do it out of the Beit because this identity now that you have given it as a shlamim, with this identity, it could have been brought in the Beit HaMikdash, and therefore you're chayav. Okay, now one minute. He says, Taima de Shalolishmo. The only reason you're Chayav is because you did it Shalolishmo and you redefined its identity to be a Shlamim. Hastama, if you didn't define it either way, you didn't say Lishmo, you didn't say Shalolishmo, Lishmohu, Upatur, it would be defined as a Pesach and you'd be exempt. You could have just said the first case of the, of the right of the statement was, if you do it for a Pesach, you're exempt. But now the question is, why are you exempt even if you do it as a Pesach? Vamai, why should you get off the hook? The Roy Why don't you say no? Even if you do it as a Pesach, you should be chayev because in theory you could have done it shalolishmo and have and, and have been a good korban. She says, look at the comparison. You're telling me you shecht one of these goats outside the Beit Hamikdash, even though they're designated for being brought for into the Kodesh Kadashim or Lazazel. You're going to be chayev because whatever, even though they have that identity and that's how they're supposed to be used, you could theoretically use it for a different korban. You could bring it for a musaf. And that's enough to be Mechaiv you. So say the say about a Korban Pesach. You shech the Korban Pesach outside the Beit HaMikdash. You do it for a Korban Pesach. You're putter. Why are you putter? Theoretically, you could have used this for a Shlamin. Just redesignate it. So, so, it's an opposite thing. So the What type of comparison is that? Hasam Boyakira. Hi, low Boyakira. There, you have to change its identity. Its identity is a Pesach. So therefore, you can't say, well, you would have been Chayev had you brought it as a Shlamin. Its base identity is a Pesach. So therefore, I'm going to be exempt unless I am the one that actually turns it into a Shlamin. Then I've made it a Shlamin and then I, I, since I, that would be good inside, I'm Chayev now. But if I don't do anything, you don't say, oh, we're going to get you because in theory, you could have been Shlamin. That only means in theory you could have changed its identity. Right. You would not look at that case. Here, by the goats, although you're intending to use it inside the Kodesh Kadashim, it does not really have a Kedusha that is defined in that unique way, and that's an interesting point. Its Kedusha might be right now a generic Chatas, 
or a generic Korban Kiddushah. Its specific identity for the goat on the inside has yet to be defined. That will happen when the lots are drawn. So to say that I could use this for a Musaf does not require saying that I, could, um, that I would change its basic identity. Okay? So again, what we are saying now is that Rav Chizda says, these goat you shacked outside the Beis HaMikdash. It's not fit yet for, for being brought in Kadesh, Kadashim, and you're not yet chayv, and you're not, you wouldn't be chayv for that, because it lacks the drawing of lots. So that's considered unfit for that, for that role, because it's mechusar ma'aseh. It is, though, theoretically fit for a musaf. Okay? But that, one of the reasons it's theoretically fit for musaf is it hasn't had the lots drawn on it, and it couldn't, it really could be used for a musaf. It doesn't have any kedusha, any identity that defines it as not usable for a musaf. That is in contrast to shechting a korban Pesach outside the Beit HaMikdash during the rest of the year, where there, although you could make it fit, you would have to change its identity. And in its current identity, it is not fit for being brought in the Beit HaMikdash, and therefore you are exempt. Yes? Sorry, yeah. What I'm trying to understand is, I understand that it's lacking the master of our goal, but what about the time <coughs> I purchased it, right? I'm the, I'm the Gizu Beit HaMikdash. I know I'm looking for two Syrian, they're supposed to be... Seven. Right, but that does, does not... not make a difference? Yeah, so that's what I said. That does not define its Kedusha. Its Kedusha remains generic until the drawing of the lot. You don't have, you know, you, you don't have that degree of specificity. That's just... Uh, you know, like buying it apparently. I mean, it's true, but apparently, you know... Um, you know, let's say, for example, somebody uh, had two sins. They ate chaylev b'shogeg and they ate chametz b'pesach. And they have to bring a chatas for each one. And they buy, bring a chatas. And in their mind, they're thinking, this is going to be the one for chametz for pesach. Is there anything stopping them from bringing it for the other sin? I mean, how, how is the specificity of the identity, you know, of the korban is the is a question. So I don't think so. We can't necessarily make all the kedushas tailor-made. They're basic general categories. And then certain things can come to identify them, like the drawing of the lots. So even but, if I buy specifically for this sin, I'm allowed to change my mind before? Uh, I, I would have to look, but I think that that's, um, uh, you know, I, I actually do have to check that out. I think that's a good, but that's a good question because I'm saying that that is, it's so, I do understand what's bothering you. Why doesn't it have a more specific Kedusha? And it's not clear, and, and, and the basic assumption here is that things don't, don't you know, there are bigger, there are bigger categories. Pesa, Chata, Shlamim, etc. Not, you know, not every subdivision, you know, is, is necessarily its own category in terms of how it defines its Kedusha. But actually, I'll check up on that about the Chatos. Okay. So now the Gemara says like this. Um, okay. Rabba Barshimi makni luhu b'derabba. So Rabba Barshimi taught both of these teachings by Rabba. That Rabba said, you're chayv because you could have used it for a Musaf, but by a Pesach, you're exempt. But you're chayv for the goats. The same way we had a question that how do the two Rav Chizas work? His question was how do the two Rabbas work? Why are you chayv for the goat outside and exempt for the Pesach? And he gave the same answer we gave. So basically means that he had the same sugi except he had Rab in the place of Rav Chizda. Okay. When Rav Dimi came from Eretz Yisrael, he said the name of Rav Yirmi and the name of Rav Yochanan. This example you're giving about a Pesach being shechted outside, I would say, not only are you patur when you shechted for a Pesach, you're patur even when you shechted for a Shlamim. Why? Why don't you say that if you shechted for a Shlamim, you're chayv, because that could have been brought that way in the Beit HaMikdash. 
So Amar Abdimi Amrisi Lishmaisa coming to Rabbi Yirmiya. I said this over in front of Rabbi Yirmiya. Um, so Bishleima um, Lishmo. So Rabbi Yirmiya was one in whose name he was saying it, but he basically said, you know, I I I said this, and then I sort of challenged him on it and said the following: Bishleim Lishmo Dahalo Chazile. I get why you're exempt when you shechted as a Pesach. It's not fit for being brought as a korban at Pesach. El Shalolishmo Amai. Why are you exempt when you shechted Shalolishmo out of the base of Mikdash? Hachazi Shalolishmo Bifnim. It could have been brought this way in the base of Mikdash as a Shlomim. He said back to me, Akira Chutz Lav Shema Akira. An act to redefine its identity doesn't work outside the base of Mikdash. Okay? The idea that when you shecht a Pesach for something other than a Pesach, when it's not Pesach, it becomes a Shlamin, that is when you're doing the Shechita the right way. That's when you're bringing it correctly as a Korban. That's where the Chesh was said. That a Pesach that is shechted for some other purpose, it's identi- for some other Korban, its identity changes. When it's actually being brought halachically as a legitimate Korban, that one is being brought outside the Beit HaMikdash. So even though you're saying then you're making it a Shlamin, that is ineffectual. And at the end of the day, what you've done is you've shechted a Pesach outside the Beit HaMikdash. So you're exempt because you shechted a Pesach the rest of the year. And even if I yeah, I'm not talking about the Yes, but um, So the same tradition, except this is Ravin who's now saying it over, not Ravdimi. I mean, so but is the same. But now, it's a, but he tells the, ver- the, st- the virgin very different. Here's what he says: You shut the pesach outside the base of the chayav. Not that you're patur both ways, you're chayev both ways, okay? So we know why you're chayev when you shecht it for a shlamin. That's what we've been saying. Why are you chayev when you shecht it for a pesach? So he says, Even when you shecht it for a pesach, you're chayev outside the base of mikdash? That's not... Man, this is uh, something that is lacking in time, meaning it's not yet the time to be brought. Whether it's because of its own time, its own biological time, it's too young. Whether it's because of the owner are not yet fit for bringing this korban, that you are exempt. If you bring a korban out of the base of Mikdash, and the korban is not yet its right time, or you're not your right time for, for the korban, which makes the korban unfit, you are exempt. Okay, the Eizu Mechusr Zman Bebal, and what does it mean? It's not yet the time in terms of the owners. Hazave Azave Vayoledes, a male Zav, a Zav, a woman with a cycle not during her, who bleeds not during her menstrual period, a Yoledes, childbirth, Vamitsora, there's our friend the Mitsora again. Okay, actually Mitsora isn't in the, in this, in the Mishnah, but the Gemara sort of adds it. Um, so any of these, Shikrivu Chatas, now they have this like, you know, seven day or multi day purification process, and the end of that purification process, Process, ends with bringing a korban. So if if they bring their chatas and their asham, and then only one of them has an asham, but anyway, if they bring that korban outside the base hamikdash before their period is up, they're exempt because that's mechusarzman to bring a chatas of a yoledes before her forty days are up, or a chatas of a zav before his seven days are up, is not something that could be brought in the base hamikdash because it's not yet fit. Even though the, pro- the owner, it's the bond that the owner hasn't spent seven days. But nevertheless, at this stage in time, this korban cannot be brought in the Beit HaMikdash. So then they would be, there, then you'd be exempt when you bring it outside. However, if you bring an Ola or a Shlamim, then nobody has, has a Shlamim except so the Gemara sticks in a Nazir that has a Shlamim. Anyway, if you bring
saying they're Ola or Shlomim, then you are Chayav. Why? Because even though the Ola and Shlomim is brought together with the Chatos at the end of, or not forget the Shlomim, the Ola at the end of the seven-day period, or however long the period is, but in, if it, you bring an Ola earlier, right, an Ola is much more generic. So, you know, it could be brought as a free will, it could be brought earlier. So, if you brought it earlier, it's not a problem. Okay, this is the same issue of a sort of generic identity, right? So, it could be brought earlier, it's not a problem. But the chatos, that can only be used for its stated purpose, and therefore, if it's not yet the time, it is not yet set. Okay? So, the Amar of Chilkia, now how is this relevant to our issue of the Pesach? So, let's take a look. We're not yet done. Okay, um, okay, so, when is it that you are going to be chayev when you do it lishma? I mean, what are you going to be exempt for the chatas that's brought too early by these zav and zava when you do it for their sake, when you do it for the purpose of the chatas? And then that identity is a korban that cannot be brought yet in the Beit HaMikdash. If you bring it for some other purpose, then chayav, then you are chayav. Why? Because if you, um, well, I'm sorry, so this is not about the chatas, this is about the asham. So the chatas shalolishmo is pasul. Okay? So this is only about the asham. Okay? So, and, uh, because, right, a chatas, either way, you can't bring it. If you bring it lishmo, it's not yet the time. If you bring it shalolishmo, a chatas shalolishmo is pasul. But an asham, if you do it lishmo, it's not yet the time. But if you're an asham shalolishmo, you know, then it, that, that, that is accepted. It's a legitimate korban. You don't fulfill your obligation, but it, it works as a korban. So he says, when is it true that if you bring the asham outside the Beit HaMikdash and the seven days or the period isn't up, that, you're, that you are patur? When you do it at an asham lishmo. But if you do it shalom lishmo, you're chayav, because in that situation it could have been brought in the Beit HaMikdash. So that seems to be good evidence that a Pesach shalom lishmo would be chayav. It should be exactly the same as an asham shalom lishmo. Wow. Right? Because you have a korban that in its current identity cannot be brought in the Beit HaMikdash. But if you do it shalom lishmo, you, you change its identity in a way that now could be brought in the Beit HaMikdash. So if that's true for the asham before the seven days are up, it should be true for the Pesach even when it's not yet Pesach. Okay? okay? When you do it shalom lishmo, you've made it fit and therefore you should be chayav. Achatas, you're always patur because it can't be brought now and it can't be brought right. I have a naive question. Wait, before you have a naive question, let's see the answer. Maybe it'll answer. Okay, so the Gemara says, What type of comparison is that? Hotsam bayakira. Hacha pesach b'shayimos hashana shlomi minu. The Gemara now says, before we said that there's, you know, that there's very strong reason to be exempt by a pesach by a Pesach because it requires changing of its name and even suggested the idea that that you know Akira Schutz Loshma Akira that when you do it Lishmo you haven't changed its identity because you have to change it in the Beit HaMikdash but here we're actually going here we're going to say the opposite we're, not the opposite but we're going to say um, that it's actually in some ways easier to change its identity so remember what's the question the question is a Pesach we're going to, we said even when you did it um, even when you did it uh, now I've lost track um, okay um, uh, even when you did it outside the base of Mikdash <coughs> you're Chayav because well, even when you did Lishmo outside the base of Mikdash hold on start this one more time 
Okay. This statement said that the Pesach, whether it's Lishmo, whether it's Shalom Lishmo, you're Chayav. We understand why you're Chayav when it's Shalom Lishmo, because you've made it into a Shlamim. But why are you? But the question is, why are you high when it's lishmo? In this state, it's not fit for the Beit Hamikdash. Okay, that's the question. And the Gemara gave a comparison to this halacha about the asham. The asham before it's fit for being brought, if you do it outside the Beit Hamikdash, so it says that you are that you are patur. You are chayav if you do it shalom lishmo. You've changed its identity, but you are patur when you do it lishmo. So why? I might have said this wrong. I might have got a little bit mixed up there. So here the question is: Why by the pesach lishmo are you chayav, and by the asham lishmo you're patur? Okay, or the chatas lishmo certainly you're patur, but the asham is the better comparison. Because why? So why by the asham is, is, is this clear here or not? Let me maybe do this. I have a sense that I'm leaving everyone, myself included. Okay. So, okay. So here you have right Pesach Shmo. This is not on Pesach and Pesach right Shalolishmo. Which when you do Shalolishmo, it becomes a Shlamim. Okay. But in this state, it cannot be good in the beginning. Are you Chayav or not? So we have three positions. We have the first one, who I forget what it, who it was. I think it was Rav Chista, right? Was it Rav Chista who said you're going to be you're going to be patur here because it's not fit, right? And chayat here because it is fit for being brought into Beit HaMikdash. That makes a lot of sense. The next position we had in the name of, it was, it was the Rav Dini, person in the name of Rabbi Yochanan, said, said, said what? The next position said you are going to be um, patur in both. Okay? Now, why are you patur here? Isn't this kasher in the base? Uh, I'm sorry. No, I keep on getting it wrong. Yeah. Why are you patur here? Isn't this kasher as a shlamin? Yes. But you're patur because of the, because of akira chut loshma akira. Meaning, <coughs> it's loshma akira. Meaning, here it becomes a shlamin. It becomes a shlamin in the base hamitzash. It becomes a shlamin. But here it remains a pesach. And therefore you're patur in both cases. Okay? That would be high when you went to the Beit Hamikdash and then went out. Right? Well, uh, yeah, no, you, you have to you, do it out. You mean if you did the Zrika out? Yes. When you sh- one minute. I'm okay. sorry. Okay. So now Rav Yirmiya, in the name of Rav Yochanan, says Chayav for both. Okay. So we get Chayav here. It's a Shlamim. Why are you Chayav here? Why are you Chayav when you do it Lishmo? That's the question. And this is being contrasted to the Asham. Because the Asham has this, because the Asham, you have Lishmo outside the Beit HaMikdash before its time, and Shalom Lishmo. So this would be no good in the Beit HaMikdash because it's before its time. But if it's Shalom Lishmo, it is good. Okay? Because Shalom Lishmo, it counts as a Korban. It doesn't fulfill your obligation, so we don't care that it's not the right time. So no good, good means, means a Patsul. This is Patsul, okay? Because it's before its time, but here, but Shalom would be good. So, and what's the halacha? The halacha is exactly what, what that right <coughs> says is exactly what you know. Rav Chizda said it's the same patur and chayav. Okay, the same thing here. The logical thing here, it's here, it's no good. Here, it's good. So, it's, so, that, so it should lead to exactly the same thing. I, now, I think I still confuse that. Anyway, meaning this is this is a pasul. Yeah. Alright, anyway, so that's the question. Another way to just focus the question is, is what we said by the Asham, it, the same thing by the Pesach is by the Asham. So the basic question is, how are you saying Chayab both 
shouldn't it follow what we know is true by the Asham, what Chizah says by the Pesach, shouldn't you be patur when you do it in Shmo because it's not, because it is not fit? That is the question. How is it different than the Asham? And let's see the answer. Let's see the answer and then I will take any, I will take any questions that you have. The Gemara says like this. Um, it says, um, okay, so the Gemara says, uh, so, um, so for Lishmo, you still are exempt when you do the Asham Lishmo. The argument would be, now here's the argument to say why you are Chayav for Lishmo. Yes, in this state it would be Pasul in the Beit HaMikdash, but in theory, you could have changed its identity by making it Shelo Lishmo. That's the argument to say why you're Chayav even by Lishmo, because in theory you could have done it Shelo Lishmo. But we don't say that by the Asham. Why should we say it by the Pesach? Why should we be Mechayav you by the Pesach when it's done Lishmo, and by the Asham you get off the hook? So the Gemara says, Hachi Hashka. What type of a comparison is that? Hosam by Akira. By the Asham, the reason you're off the hook is because you have to change its identity. That it is now an Asham. So therefore, as long, when you do it, Lishmo, okay, meaning you have to hypothetically change its identity. If you did, if you did the Asham, okay, if you, the Asham, we say the same thing we say by the Pesach. The Asham, Lishmo, we say you're Patur, and Shalom Lishmo, we say you are Chayam. Okay, that's what we say. Now, why are you Patur by Lishmo? Can't you theoretically make it into the Shalom Lishmo? Shouldn't that obligate you, because, make you Chayam, because theoretically you can do a Shalom Lishmo? Mm-hmm. And says, yeah, theoretically you could, but that would entail changing its identity. We're not going to be Chayam of you for something that you could have done it had you changed its identity. Okay? You're patur. You've kept it with its identity. In this state, it's not fit for the base of Mikdash. You're patur. We're not going to be Mikhail because you could have theoretically changed it. You could have changed its identity. Who cares? It's, it's current identity. You're patur. That's why you're patur. Hasan Bayakir. Hacha here. Pesach Bishayimos Hashana. Shwami Ninu. Here, you don't have to change its identity. The natural status of a Pesach during the rest of the year is a Shwamin. It's right now not fit for Pesach. So it naturally is a shlamim. So the reason here you're chayav when you do it lishmo, according to is because you could have done a shalom lishmo. But could have done a shalom lishmo doesn't mean you could have changed its identity. It means you could have retained its identity. Okay? So that's what they're saying. The reason here you're chayav is because you could have let, if you would have let it be a normal Pesach, you know, don't, just let the Pesach be normal, it would have been Shalolishmo. And therefore, you're high because theoretically, you could have allowed it to be its normal status, and therefore, you would have been, you would have been Hayat. We don't say that here, because here, you would have to hypothetically change its status. And you can't do that. Well, no, that's not necessarily, but you, but you haven't done it. Okay. Uh, please, Michael. Okay, so now that, okay, so I hope that was sort of clear enough. Okay, yes. Right, so I just want to, this is like very concrete. So I, t- I take this, I take this animal, and I have the intent to shift it one way, and then when I bring it b'chutz, I say out loud, it's something else, that's lowly smoke. What do I actually do? Yeah, meaning, is it just a, a thought that goes through your head you have to verbalize it? That's a discussion way at the beginning of Zrachim, where it always talks about these things of Pigel and thinking right. this and thinking that, where pretty much Zrachim tells us both say it means only when you verbalize okay, it. Okay, right, but, but, so, but that's what we're yeah, talking Yeah, you're saying, about. I am that's doing this, right, I am doing this for, right, for X. I'm bringing this as a shlomen. I'm bringing this as a whatever, exactly. 
Okay? All right. So we have all the range of possibilities. Um, again, logically you would say, Patur, when you do the Pesach, Lishmo, because it's not fit. Shalom Lishmo, you're Chayav. You could say Patur in both cases. Even Shalom Lishmo, you don't change its identity outside the base of Mikdash. You could say Chayav in both cases. Even when you do it Lishmo, that won't get you off the hook because its natural identity is a Shlamim and it's fit for being brought in the base of Mikdash. Okay. So now the Gemara says like this. Ravashi Masni Chayav. Kira Amrinan. Ravashi teaches that you are Chayav in both cases. Rav Yirmiya midifti masni patur. Rav Yirmiya says you're patur in both cases. Chasav Rav Pesach b'shayi moshashana bayakira. Number one, he says its natural identity is not a shlamim. To make it into a shlamim, you have to actively change its identity. So that's why you are patur when you do it lishmo, because its natural identity is still a Pesach, so you're still off the hook. <coughs> why are you patur when you do it shalo lishmo? Hasn't that changed its identity? No. Akira's chutz, lav shma akira. And changing its identity doesn't work outside the Beit HaMikdash, okay? So the reason to say patur, just reviewing that, is to say here you're obviously patur, because it's a Pesach, and here you're patur because it's still, its identity remains a Pesach until you change its name, and you cannot change its identity outside the Beit HaMikdash. Okay, as opposed to Chayav, which says here you're, here you're Chayav reasonably, because you've changed its identity, here you're Chayav, the opposite, its natural identity is a Shlamim. So to get it, even when you try to get it to remain a Pesach, since in theory it could have been its natural identity as a Shlamin, you're going to be Chayiv in both cases. So part of this debate is whether its default identity is a Pesach or a Shlamin. Okay. That's related, but yes. Okay, so Amamar. <sighs> okay. Upliga um Drabchilki Bartuv um Rasha Kira Upliga Dra I'm sorry, it's the line. Upliga Drabchilkiya Bartuvi. And it argues on Rabchilkiya Bartuvi who by now I forgot what Rabchilkiya Bartuvi said. What did Rabchilkiya Bartuvi say? Uh, oh, right, uh, right, the case by the Asham, exactly, because that's this issue about Akira Chutz, right, thank you. So, Rav by the Asham, who distinguishes Lishmo and Shilo accepts Akira Chutz, and therefore here you would have to, this position that says your Patur in both rejects Akira Chutz. Okay, Tanur Rabbanan. All right. Ish ish mi beis Yisrael asher yishchat shorah. Now we're gonna. Did I skip a line? I'm sorry. Amama mishigul aleim chayav al shashem upatra al shal azazel. So now we're gonna look at that was before you draw, drew the lot. Why are you chayav? Because in theory it could be used for the musaf. Now we're gonna get after you drew the lot. You're chayav on the one shal shame that's fit for omoed and not the one lazazel that's not going to be brought as a korban. Now we're going to see what some of the basis of this is. Tanu Rabbanan. Ish ish mi beit Yisrael asher yishchat shorah chesav oez b'machaneh or asher yishchat michutz b'machaneh. If you check it, whether you're in the camp or out of the camp, either way, either way, you're not in the beit hamikdash. Your pesach omoed lo heviyo, but you didn't bring it to the omoed. Lachriv korban lahashem to bring a korban. So then, you know, dam yechashev leishahu dam shafach v'nichlas yishu miyamah. Okay, so not good. You're chutechut. So e korban. Now, what type of a thing are you chayef for? It says like you did not bring it as a korban lahashem. E korban shomeani a few kachet berakavayis. Maybe you're chayef even shechting things that are sanctified for their value outside the base of mikdash. Okay, not as a why? How would that be included in korban? Shenikul korban. They are called a korban. Kinyan shenemar v'nakreid e korban Hashem. When they brought the donation, they called it a korban. So maybe it means even if you shecht an animal that's a donation. 
You didn't bring it to the petach omoed. Only something that's fit for being brought to the omoed, meaning not like you can't have animals that are, you know, that are donations walking around there, but if it's fit for omoed means in the context of, what does it mean to bring something in the context of being brought as a korban, that there's significance to their being in the omoed. But if it's not fit for that, it's not something that has to ritually be brought into the OMOAID, you are, meaning it's a donation and not a korban, then you are not chayev. Yes, what was the question? Sorry, I was, I was the concept of kosher bedek abayid, and it was just in the devah? Yeah. Yeah, I donate my, I can, it doesn't have to be a kosher animal even. I can do, donate 20 of, you know, my, 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 20, my 20 donkeys as a donation to the base. So, so what if I shech them outside the base of Mikdash? So it says, no, well, let's say it's my 20 cows, but they're not for korbanot, they're, you know, or, you know, they're, they're, they're for working in the field. So that you're not high for, because that's not fit they for OMA. They go to Kohanim. They, yeah, no, 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 they go, they basically sell it, it goes to, you know, upkeep or whatever. Uh, well, that's so everything we learned of in Shkalim, okay, what, you know, various right. usage. The base of Mikdash was, had a lot, you know, that needed a lot of funds. But anyway, but you're not high if you shech them, because that's not fit for Petach Olmoed, that doesn't have to ritually be brought into the Olmoed. Yes, Charlie. Uh, that, this, these quotes are from the prescription of um, re- requiring all animals when we're in the Midbar to be brought as Korbanot, and that was, res- was restricted once we entered. No, that's, di- that, that's different. That is, that, that is Basar Taba. These Tsukim are specifically, Petach these are specifically about um, about about chutz, mm-hmm. not the, it's, these are not the psukim about just that you have to eat meat, you have to bring it as a korban. Oh, okay. okay, that's kiyocha, Yeah, that's a different thing. Okay, this is specifically okay. that it's sanctified and you brought it as a korban outside because that issue is not a chayiv karei. This is dam yichashiv, dam tafach v'nichrat etc. This is about so this is specifically about chutz. Okay, but you're right; they somewhat overlapped at the time of um, at the time. The, the difference would be if you shecht a non-sanctified animal. Outside of the outside of the mishkan, that would be the problem of eating meat without bringing it as a korban that applied in the midbar. Right. But this is about checking a sanctified yeah, animal. That's a very quick yes, please. To me, to me yeah. it seems that you know you're almost like ignoring the town of the club. The whole point is that you don't want the nation to be bringing stuff outside. Right. He's like sort of like subverting the point. You know Not subverting the point. Every law has its speci- has its details. Right? We don't want murder to occur, but in order to get somebody to be... To, to get well, them, manslaughter is not murder. It seems like we're doing it. All right. I mean, yeah, well, exactly. But, you know, so you, you, what are you going to do? And, and, I'm, you I'm not, moving on. Okay. Obviously, law needs details, specifics. We're moving on. Okay. So the Gemara says like this. Otsi et elu she'en willen petachom mo'ed velo otsi paras chatos v'yom mishaler shu roi levo petachom mo'ed. Maybe I'll exclude those that are donations, but I won't exclude the case of the of the cow for para of the whatever for para duma or this ear that gets sent away because those are fit meaning they come into omoe. Now the Rashi says, what do you mean? Para duma doesn't come into omoe. So. That Rashi, cuts off, cuts off. Rashi strikes it out. Tosos sort of says it's more like a parenthetical point. But we're going to focus on this year Hamishaleach. That is brought into Oamoid for the drawing of lots. So it's not shechted in the Oamoid, but it's brought in the Oamoid. Maybe you'd be high of that if you shechted it outside the base of Mikdash. So, so who roi lavo petachomoid? Tamud lomar lahashem. Lakiv korban lahashem. You didn't bring it as a korban to God. Mishem yuchadim lahashem. Something that's all for God. 
Yotzu Elu She'en Yuchadim Lashem to exclude these which are not all for God it's Lazazel okay now of course the Siyar Lachatat is not Lazazel yeah. although it is interesting there's some discussion why is the Siyar Lachatat outside of the Beit HaMikdash <laughs> what does that mean a Korban that is brought or a pseudo Korban that is brought outside the Beit HaMikdash so if you actually read this literally it actually suggests that idea that even the Parachatat uh, for the Paraduma has a not fully Lashem quality to it the easier thing to say is it just means it isn't being brought as a korban it isn't fit for a korban in the Beit HaMikdash the Sir Lazazel or the Chatas or whatever are fit for things are, are, their ritual takes place out of the Beit HaMikdash so yes they have a korban status but it's korban out of the Beit HaMikdash not in the Beit HaMikdash okay Ula Hashem Ula Hashem Ula Okay, does the word La Hashem come to exclude, saying these are not fully La Hashem, so therefore this year is, is excluded, and you're not high for Shkut Echut. I'm going to show you where La Hashem comes to include this year. Ramini, I'll ask you on this. This is on day eight. You can bring something as a korban, not prior, once the animal is eight days old. Elu Ishim. So number one, it's telling you that only at that day you can bring, you can put it on the fire, like the limbs and the, you know, innards, etc. You can burn it. Okay? But less than that, you cannot. How do I know you're not even allowed to sanctify it before it's eight days old? Korban. So Korban, which, which somehow the word Korban also means the act of sanctifying it. Okay, from the moment you sanctify, it's called the Korban. So only on day eight can it be a Korban. Prior, it cannot. Prior, you can't even sanctify it. So what's korban lahashem? Yeratze korban la korban ishel lahashem. Lerabot yeah miyomash mini vahala. Lerabot siyar mishaleach that included in the prohibition of sanctifying before eight days or using as a korban before eight days is the siyar hamishaleach. Even though siyar mishaleach is lazazel, not lahashem. So here's the question: Can you use a goat less than eight days old? Can you sanctify a goat less than eight days old? So we learn from lahashem that you cannot that it's excluded. So the Gemara says, so what is it? Does Lahashem include the Siyah Lazazel? Um, meaning, meaning, it's included in the prohibition. So does the Lahashem include Siyah Lazazel in the prohibition like it does by the eight days old? Or does it exclude it in the prohibition like it does by the issue of Shkutei Chutz? Which is, so what's the story? So the Gemara says, Amarava Hosaminyana In each case, you look at it in context of what the Pasuk is talking about. Okay, Hosam del Petach Omoed Lerabos. When it's saying that anything that has been brought into the Omoed, so El Petach, that would have naturally included the seer because the seer is brought inside. You do a ritual with the seer inside the drawing of the lots. So therefore, if you already were including it, and then you have another pasuk La Hashem, that must be Lahotzi. That must be coming to tell you and to exclude, because we anyway would, we already were ready to include it. So now you insist La Hashem. You're telling me not the seer, which is Lazazel. Here you start with a narrower category. You speak about things that are burnt on the altar, which would have naturally excluded the seer. Lahashem, and then you say Lahashem, that's coming to be more inclusive. Lerabos. Okay, it's coming to include. So basically, whatever the, wherever your default was, Lahashem is going, 
to the, in the opposite direction. Okay, but what we have here is is that the shkutechutz this year is excluded because it was not going to be brought as a korban, so you're exempt for shkutechutz. But where, but the idea that you are, that you cannot do it less than eight days, there's a prohibition of doing it under eight days, sanctifying it and using it, and it's invalid. That includes the seir lazazel. There, the Hashem includes it, and even that cannot be less than eight days. Now the gemara, what? Like, what, how are we even get onto this topic? Because we're talking about the year, because we're talking about the two outside the randomly. Because, you know, yeah, correct. But we're talking about the Syrian, talking about, talk about the status outside the base of Mishach, and now the status of Mechusser's man. And this is actually going to lead to a fun little piece of Gemara. At least the way I have fun. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> so let's say, look, we're going like this. Um, okay, time about the Rabbi Rachmana. So the reason now you are saying that you can't use a goat less than eight days old for the Sierra Mishaleach is because the Torah included it in the prohibition. Hello, Rabbi. If the Torah had not included it in the prohibition, Amina, I could have said, that you could sanctify the Sierra Mishaleach, maybe even use it less than eight days old. It's not going Lashem, it's going Lashem. I would have, that's what, that was the hypothetical. Let me use a, a, an animal less than eight days old for the Sierra Mishaleach. So the Gemara says, how could you have done that? You have, to have, you have to have a lottery and you have to have a lottery it means each one has to theoretically be able to be used for the Korban in the day Samikdash so even had there not been a specific postdoc to tell me it has to be eight days old I would have figured it out because each goat has to be able and theoretically to be right, the one that's going to Hashem so even if the Lazazel could be there's right. no way I can know ahead of time which is Lazazel so Amarav Yosef this is the Hanan Hamitri. Tanya, Hanan Hamitri Omer. A filu dam because maybe Chaveru Mizavikro. Let's say you shechted the Seal Hashem, and then the, and the, you have the blood ready to do the ritual, and then the Seal Azazel drops dead. So you know what he says? He says, okay, even with the blood and the, co- and the coast, go get another Seal Azazel and pair it up. Go get another goat and say, this, this now is the, is the mate of, the, of this blood, you know, of the one that, that was used for this blood. So if you go grabbing another goat and now designating it as a Seal Azazel, there's no more lottery. Mm-hmm. Now you know which one is Seal Azazel. So you have to tell me, don't make sure it's eight days old. Right? You got the scenario? You're skipping the lottery. You did the lottery. You got shechted it. You have the blood. Then the other one died. So according to him, fine, just get another goat. You and don't have, have, to do have, it, have it. You don't do another lottery. Have it be an understudy. Oh, so there, where I don't have to do a lottery, maybe I would have said, that could be less, that could be less than eight days old, and you have to tell me not. So, I know. It's interesting. Anyway, the question is like this. One minute. No, 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 no. You, you jumped too far. All you know, Hanan Amitri said, is, is that the, he doesn't have pushing off, meaning the blood did not become invalid just because the other one died. The He never said you don't have to do another lottery. Maybe you do another lottery now. What's the lottery with? The blood and the goat? No. The lottery is, maybe he says, you take two goats, and the one that, the, that, that is Lazazel, that becomes the substitute, and the one that's Lashem, you let it graze, whatever you do with it. Okay, so just because he says you get a, a mate, a pair, for the blood, doesn't mean that you don't have to do a lottery in order to identify the one that is Lazazel. <coughs> so that's not a good example. So, the man says, Elamar of Yosef, Hamani Reb Shimini. It's Reb Shimini. That's pretty straightforward. He says, if one of the goats dies, 
get a substitute and you can skip the lottery. Okay? So Rabbi Shimon actually explicitly says that you need to do the lottery initially, but if something, if, if an animal has to come as an understudy, as a substitute, then it doesn't need the lottery. Then it's just filling the place of the other. So there is a scenario where you could designate the Alazazel without the lottery, and therefore, hypothetically, it could have been less than eight days old. Ravina, so now we're going to have other ways, interesting possibilities, where you could get the Sir Lazazel without the lottery, and knowing which one is Sir Lazazel. Ravina Amar, he goes to Humam, the Chilo al Acher. No, here's the scenario. The scenario is that it's, it's very similar, but, but this is the case he'll allow without a lottery. You have your Sir Lazazel, you did the lottery, and now it's got a blemish on it. So you can't use it. So what do you have to do? So get another goat and transfer the Kedusha from this to the other one. That's easier to understand why you don't need a lottery because that really is a substitute of the one that's lost. It actually is a transfer of the Kedusha of the other one and that's a scenario where you can get it without a lottery. Okay, so now the Gemara is going to say, it's what the Gemara is about to say. Now we get out, oh, that raises a new interesting question. So now we've dealt with this issue of it has to be eight days old. Why do I need to tell me eight days old? Couldn't I figure it out that it has to be theoretically able to be Lashem? And we gave a few examples of where you could designate without the Lashem designated independently now we've raised the issue that the Seel Azazel can't have a blemish so let's take a look at that where do you know that a blemish invalidates the time you turn to Brysa this is by animals with a blemish don't put them as a, bur- as a burnt offering fats don't burn their fats I only know don't burn all the fats how do we know they didn't even burn a little bit of the fat? Some of them are mayhem, from them. Nothing can go on the fire. Mizbeach. And it says, uh, so it says, Thou hamizbeach lo ya'alu the reach nichoach. Don't put it on the altar. What does that mean? Zuzrikas tamin. You can't throw the blood. You transgress the prohibition if you do the throwing of the blood of an animal with a blemish. La Hashem, for God. So here's again La Hashem. Lerabot iramishaleach. So now Hashem is now being more inclusive. So you can eat, including even the seir, even that cannot have a blemish. The itzrich lemichtav balmum, the itzrich lemichtav mechusrisman. And so now what we're doing is, and this is a really fascinating thing to think about, the seir is la azazel. How much does it remain being thought of as a korban? It's not just like the para aduma, which is outside the base This is, seems to be going other than la Hashem, la azazel. How much does that remain a concept of korban? So now we have made two requirements. Number one, it can't have a blemish, and number two, it can't be mechusser's man. Okay, so both of those really are, con- are emphasizing its continued status as korban. And now we're going to say why you have to say both. Okay, the e kasev rachmanim mechusser's man had it just said mechusser's man applies mishum delos matiz manet. That would make sense because it's you know uh, because it's not yet even old enough, but it's not the right age. So maybe that is a generic that applies to all of a balmum the matiz balmum, which it is like the right age of the animal. It's just. A blemish. Maybe a blemish is only a problem for something that's being brought as a korban. So aim alone. Maybe not. At least the animal is old enough. Maybe the blemish should not be a problem. That's a physical deformity. That makes it unfit. Okay? But being too young, the low mice, that's not, that's not disgusting. Aim alone. Maybe it shouldn't be a problem. So at the end of the day, you have two psukim. You couldn't have inferred one. 
But now we are making demands of the seer, not just because it has to theoretically be able to be brought inside, even when it could be independent, the seer has to be the right age, no blemish, and the conti- one, uh, let's start us off on thinking very seriously about what is the nature of the of this old seer lazazel, you know, to what degree does it retain this nature of a korban. Okay, we'll end with